Tisha Jones. I am back with episode seven of my uh, podcast series one. Um, uh, This one is going up a little later than usual because listen, this week has been a week, okay? Like for some reason, it was a lot of transitioning happening this week for us. Um, I started uh, uh, the spring semester of school um, and I'm going to school every day of the week now instead of my usual Tuesday and Thursday. So trying to adjust to that. Um, and then our baby boy, he uh, was transferred to a di- another school or different class and he's now going full day instead of half day. So we had to work with that transition. And it was just a lot going on this week. <laughs> so I, in order for me not to stress myself out, I had to just be realistic and give myself some time and not try to be up extra late or er- very early or whatever trying to get this out. And so I hope, you know, that you guys can understand. And again, I apologize for anyone who was expecting to have something on um, on the regular time slot. I apologize, but such is life, right? Okay, so with that being said, I... Um, I had a topic that I wanted to discuss, that I had planned to discuss um, for the end of January. And um, it was in my plans to talk about pretty much a follow-up on goal setting. So if you can remember a few episodes back, we... uh, we talked about writing down our goals and, you know, um, putting them into action, keeping them somewhere where we can we can see them every day and make the necessary movements to achieve those goals. Right. And so what I had planned to do was to kind of follow up on that and see if, you know, we haven't just written those goals down and just left them where they were. But if we were actually uh, making plans and making moves throughout this month of January to achieve and accomplish those goals. And so um, that was what I was going to speak on. But um, this past Sunday, um, as we all know, we uh, we all um, lost a, uh, a legend, a basketball legend, um, Kobe Bryant, his daughter, Gigi Bryant, and um, I think about seven other um, people who were on the helicopter that crashed on Sunday morning. Um, and I just... I really wanted to kind of just not speak on the the, the deaths of them or, or anything, but just kind of just speak on grief in general or as a whole, um, because it it we have all been dealing with this, seeing the news and and wrapping our heads and our minds around the fact that this tragedy is a reality. Um, I know when I got the text um, on Sunday afternoon, um, regular Sunday, like for everyone else, it's regular Sunday, right? And I got a text message because I somehow or another, I um, en- uh, enrolled my number in like uh, 
a radio station texting something. I don't know which radio station is from. Just every now and then I'll get a text that is like, so-and-so celebrity has opened this up or so-and-so has passed away or um, get this new music selection, like whatever. I just get random uh, things from from there. And so I got the text that said that um, Kobe Bryant, and at first it was just Kobe. They hadn't said his daughter or the other people. Um, they just said that, he, you know, he died in this helicopter crash. And when I read it, I read it quickly first to myself, and then I read it and showed it to my husband, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, babe, Kobe Bryant just died. And he was like, nah, no, he didn't. Like, what, what are you talking about? I'm like, no, I think this is real. Um, I, this text is not from, like, you know, a... a uh, tabloid or uh, false news or alternative facts, as we (laughs) call it. Um, This is from like a reputable site or whatever. And and it just got quiet. Um, We literally kind of just sat like, I guess, trying to like process it, really. And of course, I started, you know, looking things up and Googling it to confirm and sure enough that uh, um, information was in fact correct and so you know many of us will remember what we were doing uh, when we found out the news just like I'll always remember what I was doing when I got the news that Michael Jackson um, died or um, I got the news when Prince died or Aretha Franklin died you know those are those people are iconic uh, legends of our time and although we did not know them uh, directly many of us we were or are affected by the, their loss um, and of course we're not um, directly affected as their you know their um, loved ones their their wives their children their moms their dads um, but because we have, you know, some of us grown up with these people, um, ha- seen them, you know, in our forefront, on our TV screens, on our phones, on our and listening to them on our radio stations, we have this, you know, connection, sort of connection with them. And so today, I'm just going to kind of talk about grief um, and just kind of encourage uh us, you know, myself included, um, when dealing with news, uh, of, you know, with news like this. And so um, I've seen so many, along with all of the tributes and, and the uh, words of encouragement um, and pictures, there's been beautiful pictures and drawings and, and um, you know, memorials and things that have been shared on social media. Um, I've seen some beautiful ones. I've also had the pleasure of coming across a few uh, posts that were, like, informative. Like, it was like, you know what, I like this. This is, we need we need this, you know, and I made sure to share that uh, with my audience. Um, so one of the... Um, 
one of the things that I read was a, it was just an image that talked about why we grieve people we never met. You know, we've never, some of us, because of course some of us have had the opportunity to meet um, these celebrities and, and have uh, get, get their autographs and things like that. Um, but for the majority of us, we have never met them. And so they just came up with five reasons of why we greet people we never met. And um, the first one is we grieve them because their work helped us get through a difficult time in our lives. You know, we have that connection with them because when we think back to a time where, you know, we it was difficult for us, a time where we may have hit rock bottom, a time where we felt like, you know, we, we just it just wasn't it. We just didn't have it or whatever. That person, whether it was through song, whether it was through a basketball game, um, whether it was a speech or whatever it was, seeing that celebrity or that person that we never met in person during that difficult time was something that helped us to kind of move towards getting out of that dark place. And so we, you know, we remember how we felt when we heard them or we saw them and how it made us feel to get out of that darkness or get out of that pit. And so that's the connection that we have with them that's indirect, but it causes grief let down the line when we, uh, you know, when, when or if we lose them. Um, and then the second one was that we grieve people we never met because their work inspired our dreams and goals. And Kobe Bryant is definitely a person who inspired a lot of dreams and a lot of goals um, just in his basketball career um, and all of the records that he uh you know, that he smashed pretty much, um, just his gameplay. And, um, even, uh, after be, after retiring all the humanitarian work that he was doing, it really inspired, you know, a lot of our dreams and our goals. And I'll be the first to say, I, I am not a basketball, like diehard fan. I will watch it if it's on. I will play 2K. You know, I, I know of some of the uh, um, famous um, basketball players, but I am definitely not one that can commit their numbers to memory. You know, like knowing their rebounds and assists and uh, points and things. Um, I literally... Just found out that Kobe Bryant, over his 20-year career, he has made over, I think it was like 33,000 points um, in his 20-year career. Um, I would not have known that unless, I, I wouldn't have known that because, the, and the only reason why I know that is because I was listening to the radio station in the morning and they were talking about it and it just kind of stuck stuck with me. But um even though I am not a basketball fan, I know of some of the work that Kobe has done and opening up schools and, and um, I've seen plenty of YouTube videos of him, you know, inspiring young children or young people and, and giving advice and, and all of that. And so he, his work uh, speaks for itself and it has definitely inspired 
um, many dreams and many goals. And so, again, this is another reason why we feel connected um, to to, uh, um, you know, connected to him, even though we may have never met him. Um, and going along with that is another reason why we agree people we never met is because they modeled possibility. And this is very uh, uh, true, again, for Kobe Bryant, because he worked hard. His career is the epitome of work hard, put in the work. You know, he put in what he needed to put in in order for him to be the great basketball legend that he was. Um, I've read and seen things that spoke on how Michael Jordan was is is like his uh, his uh, role model or you know his his person that he looks up to and how whenever he had a chance to be in his presence, he would always ask him you know, questions on how how do I make this shot or, or what's the best moves to get around this, you know. And he modeled a lot of his basketball movements after Michael Jordan. And so to see a man who, you know, kind of pretty much started from the bottom, now we're here, you know, coming from wherever he's from as a regular black man in America and seeing his growth over time, it inspired and, and, and modeled possibility for a lot of young, a lot of young people. I mean, even down to, and we we've joked about this and we say this all the time, but even down to, you know, shooting paper balls into the trash can. You know, I, in my house, every shot that's thrown into wherever, into a cup, into a sink, into a trash can, wherever. When that paper ball or cup or toy is released, the 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 words that are said after that is Kobe. Like that that's just a given in, in my house. And I know in many of your houses it's the same. You know, so he he modeled great, great, great possibility. And that's another reason why many of us are grieving, even though we have never met him. And the last two um, are very, very, uh, they're very real. Um, I feel these two myself, um, and I'm sure that there are people who um, can attest to these two as well. Um, but the last two uh, reasons why we greet people we never met are that their death triggers our grief of previous loss, and their passing activates our fears around death. And so for, the, for any of us, whether we've lost someone, you know, very recently or we've lost someone some years ago, to, to hear and to see, you know, and to feel the pain and the emotion of this loss, it definitely, definitely triggers our own, our grief of our loss, you know, it definitely triggers it. I mean, I know that this whole week, it's just been like, oh, oh my, like heaviness, you know, it's just been a lot to kind of scroll on social media and see all the posts and things. And I had to keep myself, um, talking and, and, um, not, and not, 
kept myself around people and not being alone because I felt myself starting to kind of, you know, get low and, 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 and get down and start to think about, um, you know, loss in my own life. And, you know, flashbacks of certain things started coming to my mind and it was just like, oh my goodness, like, like, wow. Okay. Like, let me, I gotta, I gotta get up from here. I, I gotta get around people. I gotta do something, you know, because I didn't want myself to get too low, you know, or get too into a, you know, into a spiral of depression. Um, and that's, you know, just for my, for me. And, and I don't know if there are others who may have felt, um, you know, this way as well. Um, and their passing, the last one is their passing activates our fears around death. And this is also a big one because although we are generally, we're not people who travel in helicopters, um, you know, to get to and fro, but um, we do, some of us do take planes and or drive cars or whatever. And it does kind of gives us a little fear and thinking like, oh my gosh, like, this man took a helicopter everywhere he went in order to help him to get to his children's events um, in, in time. And he rode and flew in this helicopter every day. And just this one time or this, this time, whether, you know, it was the weather or the pilot or whatever, this was the time that he didn't make it, you know? And then you, you begin to start thinking like, oh my gosh, like, what if I'm in this car and this is the last time I'm in the car or what, you know, like whatever it, it brings on a lot of fears of that we have in ourselves about death. And so it has been a very emotional uh, week for many of us um, who have never met uh, Kobe Bryant or his daughter, Gigi. But again, it does not mean that our grief is not uh, plausible. It does not mean that our grief is not real. Um, and you know, we live in a, in a fixed it society, you know, we live in this, this time where people, you know, they, they think that the way to help, uh, um, to help us or to help each other is to make us, um, make us feel feelings other than the ones that we are actually experiencing. You know, they want us to, if we're feeling sad, it's like, well, they want to make us happy so that we can stop being sad, you know, if, or, or if we are angry, they want us to, you know, not be angry um, versus being angry. And so they, they do say things and do things to kind of stop, make us not feel what we're feeling. Um, and, and there are some of us who expect people to do that. We expect that when I'm sad, that certain people are going to make me happy or when I'm not having a good day, that certain people are going to, you know, brighten up my day. Like it's just an expectation for many of us because we live in this fix it society, but we have to, we have to, we have to allow our feelings of, of loss, of, of hurt, of pain, of fear, of whatever those feelings are, we have to allow those feelings to run their course. You know, we have to allow feelings to run their course because feelings cannot be fixed. Feelings aren't broken. Feeling, feelings aren't something that, you know, if, if, if it's not a good feeling that, oh, let me, let me, uh, fix this up. Let me add this and do this to it to make it 
different or make it better. You know, that's, that's, that's not what we do with our feelings. Our, our feelings require time and require work. And I remember someone asking me um, not too long ago, uh, well, when I was in that kind of downward spiral of, of grief, um, someone asked, you know, talked to me and, and was just asking, like, well what, well, what do you need? What can I do? What, what, can, what do you need from me at this time? How can I help? And the, the only thing that I could honestly say that I needed was time. That was that was all I could think of. Like, I don't know it, exactly what it is that I would need. And maybe it wasn't something that I needed as far as fixing the feelings. You know, maybe I knew that I needed these feelings to run their course and that that needed time. But that was that was all I could say was just give me some time. Just give me some time, you know. And I came across another um, image. This is from Therapy for Black Girls. This is another um, podcast. There's a podcast called Therapy for Black Girls. Um, I believe she's on uh, Instagram and everything as well. And um, and I shared this image on my Instagram. Um, and it, I just thought it was, of course, very relevant. And it was something that um, that needed to, to be shared, you know, during this time. And it, it talks about self-care when the news is difficult. And I'll just read the what the self-care items are. Um, the first one is unplug and filter. So take a break from watching the news. Take a break from scrolling on social media. You know, take don't watch any videos and, or things like that. Just take some time to just unplug and filter. You know, be mindful of what you're taking in. Um, the next one is feel the feels. Again, feelings aren't things that we can fix. We have to allow them to run their course. Um, and sometimes, it's, and it says, don't exhaust your energy trying to make some of some trying to make some sense out of what you feel. Just feel it. it not everything has a. Uh, uh, it, not everything makes sense. It doesn't. So just 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 feel it. Um, the next one is get support. You know, don't be alone. Don't stay by yourself. Get with um, some friends or some family members. Like I said, I needed to get around people and not be on my own. Um, get that support. And then the last thing, which is really crucial, I believe, it says, remember that grief is complicated. Grief is very complicated. We all deal with grief in our own uh, uh, special ways, you know, and something that may impact one may not impact another or, you know, the feelings that we have or, or that we express are different for, for each of us when dealing with grief, you know. So it is it is a complicated emotion, a complicated thing. And so we just need to just be gentle with ourselves. Just just have grace, you know. Don't be so hard on yourself. Don't, you know, think about what you think you should feel, how you how you think you should feel. Just be gentle and let yourself feel what you feel at that moment. You know, we we have to give ourselves and give people time. Time. You know, even his wife, Vanessa Bryant, and the other families, you know, we just need to give them time to process. It had, it wasn't even a week. It was like a day or two, and people were already like, oh, she needs to speak. She needs to, 
why is it that she needs to speak right now? Well, why can't we extend her time to process what's, what the, the, the change in the dynamics of her family? You know, we were not that, uh, uh, we didn't experience this loss directly, you know? So, yes, we are grieving. However, this is a direct uh, um, turn, like upside down thing for them. They need time. They need time, and I'm I'm grateful, you know, that she that she did. Um, I think she did like post something on Instagram or something like that. But we just need to give people time. We need to give ourselves time, and we need to give ourselves ourselves space because we know all too well that time is precious. Time cannot be replaced. Once it's gone, it's gone. We have to cherish the time that we have with each other, with our loved ones. We have to cherish that time. And we have to, and that's, that's why it's so important to make memories, make happy memories, you know, so that on those days when you feel like, you know, it's, it's not a good day or you feel down, you can think back on those happy memories and, and smile. You know, I... I'm just thinking now and it's bringing tears to my eyes. Oh my gosh. Like I myself have times when I, you know, I just have to think about times where my sister and I, we were just being silly and goofy and just doing, you know, whatever silliness and just laughing with each other. You know, I think about those times all the time when I begin to feel like, you know, start to feel those feelings of hurt and loss no, I think I constantly remind myself of of those good memories. I've placed, I'm at a point now where I have her pictures up on my wall, like right on my, right on the wall in front of my desk. I, I'm looking at it right now of one of my most favorite pictures of her um, smiling um, and just happy. And at first, it was a picture that I could not look at without crying. Um, we used it as the um, cover photo on her um, obituary. And I, I could not, for the longest time, I couldn't look at it because every time I looked at it, it just made me cry. It made me feel the pain. It made me feel the hurt. Uh, but I've gotten to a point where now that photo brings happiness. That photo was a memory of a time where I know that she was happy. And it brings a smile to my face. And so, you know, we have to make those memories. We have to keep those happy times and good memories at the forefront whenever we start to feel low or feel down. And and just remember the times when things were were different. Um, just were different, you know, because at the end of the day, we do not know the day nor the hour, you know, when our time, when our names will be called and when our time is up. Tomorrow is not promised to any of us. We just, we never know when our last time seeing, you know, our children, our moms, our dads, our husbands, our wives, we never know that this last time may be my last time. We don't know that. And so all of the, the, the beefs and the, you know, the craziness that have you not talking to each other, we, especially if you are, you know, you had a relationship where you guys were very close and very tight, 
you know, gotta we have to let those things go because we don't want it to be a, oh, my gosh, I wish that I had more time to tell them I love them or I wish that I had more time to apologize or whatever because we just never know when our last time is our last time. And so that is that's that's all for me. I need to I need to get off of here. <laughs> um, but I, I hope that something that I something that I said or something that you heard, you know, resonated with you or helped you during this hard time for many of us. Um, I hope that something was said to help you. Um, and I, I know that I'm praying for each and every one. I pray for my listeners. I pray before I get on and, and start recording. I pray, I pray, and I'm, I'm going to continue to pray for you all and, and pray for the families who lost their loved ones in that crash on Sunday. I just pray that, you know, that God will wrap his loving arms around you all and bring you comfort um, now and going forward because even when all of the hoopla is is has died down and it's no longer the headline you know and the news stations or on the on the uh twitter it's not it's no longer trending on twitter these we still these people will still have to deal with the loss and i just pray that now and going forward that you know they are able to be strong and to keep moving and keep going in the happy loving memories of the ones that they lost so that's all for me um you guys know where to find me i don't need to say it over and over uh, i pray that you all have a have a wonderful week and um, i will chat with you all on the next go round all right peace